Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo. Today's morning briefing is called A Night of Contrasts. You know the scene. The shepherds are outside watching their sheep when suddenly an angel appears to them, surrounding them with the light of God's glory. No doubt the sky just lit up. If any are dozing, they aren't any longer. They are scared. Like all the other times when angels appeared to deliver a message, it was frightening. And so, the first words uttered by the angels are, Do not be afraid. Most recently, consider Zechariah. Consider Mary. The same dialogue. What do you suppose is so frightening? It seems like the supernatural appearance is just so amazing and so unlike any other experience. Incredible, though, that these shepherds were the first people told about the glorious birth. Incredible. They were ceremonially unclean, and yet they were the ones who were told about Jesus' birth. It's incredible. They were so lowly in society, and yet they were the honored ones to have this special announcement. And while you're thinking about that, What was the common element present at Jesus' birth? The announcement to the shepherds and their arrival at the stable to see the baby Jesus. I've been thinking a lot about that. What was the common element? Well, it was sheep. Here's what I'm thinking. Shepherds were near to the heart of God. There was David, who was called a man after God's own heart. He was a shepherd boy before he was chosen the second king of Israel. And remember the 23rd Psalm? David says, the Lord is my shepherd, and then paints a beautiful picture of us resting in the knowledge that with him we need want for nothing. He will rest us near quiet waters and in grassy pastures. And then, I'm reminded when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, over in John chapter 10, and talks of how the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. This image moves me so very much. I believe that the announcement went to the shepherds first because Jesus identifies with the role of the sheep herder. Understand that the eastern shepherd was, and still is, very different from he who raises tattooed, computer-chip-laden sheep in many parts of the rest of the world. In Jesus' day, the shepherd raised the sheep from the time they were lambs and maintained responsibility for them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for the sheep's lifetime. The very ones that would have been privy to the lit-up sky and glorious singing of the angels were raised primarily in the Judean countryside that was rocky, hilly, and had its share of ravines. Grass was sparse. The shepherd always led the sheep, nurturing them, leading them to grass and clean water and into a fold for safety at night. The shepherd knew their names, and when he called them, They recognized his voice and followed him. Now do you see why Jesus called himself the Good Shepherd? And I don't know. 
but maybe sheep were present fixtures at all of these events because they represent us. They represent what was said to the shepherds that night. Jesus came for all people. I bring you good tidings of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, a Savior has been born, Christ the Lord. Contrast. The night sky with the brightly lit sky with the angels and the glory of the Lord. Contrast, the king of kings born in a smelly stable, the most humble birth for the most exalted figure ever born. Contrast, the lowly shepherd with the majestic heavenly host. Contrast, it reminds me of Paul, Paul's words over in 1 Corinthians 1. God chose the simple things of the world to confound the wise. He came to us as a baby, not as the conquering king ready to topple the political government and free the Jews from the Romans. He wasn't looking to free one group from oppression for a season. He came to set all mankind free from the sin that so easily entangles. Many of the Jews of the day rejected him because they had him in a box. Their God was too small. My final thought on this announcement to the shepherds, the angels announced joy for all people. All people want joy, and yet, like its sister, contentment, joy eludes most. I love to dialogue about joy, what it is, how to get it, how it differs from happiness. Now, from another perspective, can you imagine the sheer joy that God the Father felt as he watched the angel's announcement of the birth of his beloved son, followed by the grand choir singing? I am confident his heart was filled with joy. Did you know that you, dear friend, fill his heart with joy? May I remind you of this beautiful verse? The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Zephaniah 3, verse 17. God rejoices over you. You make God smile. Don't worry, son. God will quiet you with his love. Do you get it? Let him quiet you with his love. May the announcement made 2,000 plus years ago to those dirty shepherds invade your heart and mine. May the fact that the Savior came to us light a fire inside of us. When the shepherds saw Mary's baby Jesus for themselves, they spread the word and all who heard it were amazed. Do we talk about our experience with Jesus in such a way that people are amazed and attracted to him? Oh, that we may experience and share these good tidings of great joy.